We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings 2021 Week 12 Thanksgiving DraftKings Picks and preview by position. Remember to smash the like button for the episode. Subscribe to Mayo Media Network and hit up the newsletter. It's free. Down in the description has all the snaps, game notes, everything that you need to get yourself going for the week, and it'll just get sent directly to you. It's a it's a huge save on Sunday evenings. I mean, when I'm doing up all the information on the games and collecting all the snaps, just send it right out to you. Then you don't have to go search it. It goes straight to your email. Highly suggest that you do that. The Listener's League will be available, I'm thinking, on Tuesday. It'll be for the main slate this week, not the Thanksgiving slate. It'll be a smaller contest, too, because people never play on Thanksgiving because they have things to do, like fighting with their family. So I figured if we're going to be in a confrontational mood because it's a confrontational holiday, Davis Maddock from SportsGrid.com is on the line. What's going on, man? You know, I am uh, I just am, am prepared for the reality that that all my fantasy teams don't have CeeDee Lamb and, and are probably not going to have Amari Cooper this week and uh you know that that is not particularly making me very thankful or or grateful this week one of the best things that i've done for myself was be a part of runthesims.com and i feel like it's really gonna help me out on the thanksgiving slate like i never played showdown before but the simulator on runthesims.com for showdown slates in particular because justin is the one putting in all the projections and besides like your boy Drewby, justin is like the guy at showdown slates so i've actually been winning doing that i feel like these smaller slates are really where optimizers and like just even tweaking projections a little bit end up becoming a huge advantage. Yeah. I mean, small slates, uh, you basically the smaller the slate gets, the more it is about how the pieces fit together, uh, how you're being different from field. It's just, it's just much more about game theory than it is about picking the best plays, right. You know, on a, on a 12 game slate, uh, like we just had in week 11, it what we had, a. 
the Millie Maker winner had a 27% cumulatively owned team. Like it really was just a slate where it was about picking the best plays. Uh, and, and that really just, that, that, that's not, that does not work on, on a three game slate. Well, it is, it doesn't, it doesn't like the best. And it's funny. Cause I'm going to mention the strategy like I do every time. And it has not worked. The biggest cash I've ever had in DraftKings NFL was the wishbone. I want to say in like 2016, where I just overloaded the lions in the first game. And it was like, I played like, because it's me, I played like Theo Riddick at 3,300 bucks. I think he had two touchdowns. And all I did after that was just late swap onto all the chalk the rest of the way through. And I ended up winning a couple thousand bucks. And it was great. Uh, It hasn't really worked out since because the Lions have been so putrid over the years. But I do think that if you do want to get a little bit contrarian, get contrarian in the first game and see if it works out for you. Like, take your flyer piece. Take a Khalif Raymond. Take... Marquise Goodwin, whoever it might be from that first game. And then if they hit, you're so far ahead of the game in terms of being able to go on to the guy, the most popular plays, the good plays on this slate, uh, because then everyone else has to kind of scrounge and try to replicate the points that you have from all your cheap guys. Yeah, I mean, that is that is just an example of game theory, though, because you 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 used if you if you have low owned guys who do very well in the first game or even in the second game, then you can afford to play the chalk. You can afford to play Michael Gallup. You can afford to play Alvin Kamara or Mark Ingram, depending on who starts there. Um, You know, you can play Stefan Diggs. And if you have guys, you know, for example, if you have guys in your lineup from the, the Dallas Las Vegas game who do poorly, well, then you can't play Diggs and you have to play Manny Sanders and you can't play uh, Mark Ingram and you have to play Matt Breida or Devin Singletary. So it's, uh, it, you know, it, it's not great for uh, for family time, but that is basically the way you should be approaching the slate. So if people want to know, we are doing two spread shows this week, one for Thanksgiving only and then one in its regularly scheduled programming coming out on Wednesday morning with the secret link in the newsletter that will come out on Tuesday evening. So I again, subscribe to the newsletter and go to that. Leave a, leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts too, by the way. We're in that time of year. We got like five days left to accumulate as many as possible. How about this? If you leave an Apple Podcast review on the Pat Mayo Experience right now, I'm going to give three people a hundred bucks that I'll pull out. So leave your Twitter handle in the review, five stars, something you enjoy about the show, uh, and we'll just do it that way. So if you've already done one before, just leave another one or update the one that you have. If you've never done it before, you can be in the draw too, just by leaving a five-star review on the Pat Mayo Experience on Apple Podcasts. Pick three people, and I'll give them out uh, on the spread show next week. How about that? We'll run it for basically just through December, and we'll be good to go. So please support the Pat Mayo experience. Davis, no better way than to pay people to help you out in this regard. No, I mean, that, that, uh, like if you, uh, if you want to get a marketing degree, you want to, you want to know what gets people motivated, pay, pay them money. That's, uh, that's a pretty good, that's a pretty good deal. Like well, that is what is going to, that's a good call to action as, as they might say. Yeah. So three people, hundred bucks. I mean, who couldn't use a hundred bucks? I could use a hundred bucks, but it'll be worth it for me. If we get these reviews that I can sell my ads for more and then I can have fewer ads in the show. I don't need to glom them all together. Cause like, it, it's like on the take cast. You don't really, you get like the dynamically inserted ads, right? Correct. Yeah. 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 Through, through, um, simple cast is the person who is the guy, the people who does our stuff. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I go and like individually go sell my ads because I feel like I get a better return that way from it because I cut out the middleman. But, you know, it's, it's, it's a grind. I got to sell them for a whole bunch. Then I have to sell too many. And then some days get overloaded. And I'm like, I didn't even check the schedule. It sucks when it comes down to that. So if people are wondering why there are sometimes too many ads in the show, that's why. But this is also my living. I need to make the money. So maybe I can win a whole bunch of money on this late. Let's talk running backs. You kind of mentioned Kamara at the top. Zeke is the highest priced running back on this slate. He's $8,000, but he's questionable to play. We think that he is going to play, but he is questionable. Kamara, no idea. It looked like he was trending towards playing last week. Didn't end up playing, and now it's a short week, so who knows with him. So that leaves DeAndre Swift at 7300 bucks. Ingram, if Kamara is out, 62 becomes a great value. Montgomery, who played the highest snap share of any running back in football last weekend, $6,000 in a good matchup against Detroit. Josh Jacobs, Tony Pollard, Devin Singletary, Matt Breda. How is Matt Breda more than Zach Moss? How does that work? Because Matt Breda is more explosive, I guess. I mean, he's playing a little bit more on the passing downs. And the, the whole thesis behind Zach Moss as a player was that eventually they would want Josh Allen to stop getting, you know, smacked at the goal line. And they'd start handing off to Zach Moss. And that, that just says it's never, never come to fruition. Well, for the second consecutive week, Breda has played more snaps than Moss with Singletary leading the wave. This is now a three-headed backfield on a team that doesn't run. So that's a tough scene for all the Bills running backs. After that, you got like Kenyon Drake. And this is where this slate is probably going to be won by like one of these guys, I'm guessing. Where you have, I mean, Jamar Jefferson, we don't know if he's going to play. <sighs> Ryan Null, I guess Tariq Cohen's not going to play. Kenyon Drake, like, do any of these guys at the bottom, let's start off there, do anything for you? Well, yeah, it would be Jamal, Jamal Williams would be the guy who, who has the potential. If, if that game is basically just gross, Jamal Williams uh, has not played for a month and he came back and played uh, in his first game yesterday, um, you know, and, or on, I guess people will be listening to this all week. So on Sunday, he only played 27% of the snaps. I mean, obviously that was just this awful, awful game against Cleveland. Um, goof is probably not going to play. So we have the, uh, the, the Tim Boyle situation, but Jamal Williams at stone running back minimum at 4,000. I think he pretty clearly looks like the guy who would have the potential to, uh, you know, get, 12 or so touches score a goal line rushing touchdown uh Khalil Herbert maybe two I think I mean I'm in on David Montgomery for sure but I do think that the returns of David Montgomery playing a 90% snap share the last two weeks have not exactly returned what Nagy and co want and uh so I, I could see Herbert playing um a few more snaps this week but Jamal Jamal definitely looks like the guy so if we go how, how much do you think that these injury statuses are going to confuse a lot of people if we don't know going into the like we might not know if Kamara is playing until Sunday night when the actives and inactives are released like that kind of shakes up the slate a lot because you're banking on one guy and you could say hey I'll, I'll use Kamara if he doesn't play I'll just use Ingram I mean, that makes a lot of sense, but now you're leaving a bunch of money on the table where that could have been previously allocated. Zeke, maybe we don't know about him until game time that everyone's like all in on Pollard. It's like, oh, now Zeke is playing. What do I do? Do you think that there's a chance to create some leverage with these injury situations? Yeah, I mean, basically, if you are just committed to having your laptop <coughs> out at, uh, at at family dinner and running late swaps, especially in an MME set, you are going to have a gigantic advantage over the field um, because people are going to create their lines with the idea that either Kamara <laughs> is in or it out. 
as opposed to having, you know, just strict, uh, you know, at having like a 2v2 ready. Um, you know, I think the same thing is true with, and, and I guess we'll probably know about Cooper or Lamb. We'll probably know uh, about Al Robinson, but really it is the, really it is the, uh, the Kamara situation that I think is going to shake up the, it, I mean, that is going to dictate the entire slate because if Kamara plays, he is the best overall play. If Kamara doesn't play, Ingram is probably the second or third best running back play. And I also think that um, having Kamara in makes Trevor Simeon a slightly better play as well. Um, so I think that that will influence the way that I will play a good bit. Well, don't sleep on old Trevi Simeon, who's been kind of lights out in fantasy the last two weeks, despite being horrible. Uh, I mean, he, he's been, he's been throwing a ton. He, his first, it was uh, this last week was his first game, uh, with over 20 DK points aided by a rushing. Okay. Touchdown, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that he had 19.9 the week before. Yeah. I mean, that's not, I mean, in, in now to your point, 19.9 in the context of this slate, particularly if he gets it, you know, with, with touchdown, like, you know, Deontay Harris catches one, Marquez Callaway catches one, like, you know, the, his stack, his stacks doing well. Uh, also another sneaky one, if we're talking about injuries, is if Juwan Johnson plays. He's been, uh, he was a healthy scratch last week, but then played in week 10. He's had, when he's active, he has like a pretty big impact on Adam Troutman's playing time. Troutman uh, scores his first touchdown of the week last week, but that's another one to monitor. I thought that he got hurt. He made a fantastic catch in that Eagles game, and then I thought he was dead after he caught it. But it turned out he was fine. Maybe he's... It was like in the preseason when he suffered that horrendous injury, and it's like, oh, he's probably done for the year. Then he was just back in week one. Turns out, he's like, turns, yeah. out, turns out he's, like, not good. Remember when he was the thing? Troutman? Yeah. I mean, I, I remember a little bit of hype about him in uh, in, in best ball season, but, uh, I mean, he... he, he um. So he's this interesting guy because he went to a college that like barely plays football. So people kind of always like those guys because he went to Dayton. Is Dayton like a D2 school like a, or Division one and F or whatever it's called? I, I assume I assume they play. Yeah, like FCS or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I, I guess I don't know for sure. But I mean, they're like a really small like Catholic school. So what do we do at running back? It seems like Montgomery is pretty locked and loaded here at $6,000. That's a good price for a guy with a ton of volume against a terrible run defense. Like, why isn't that just the play? I mean, he he is. But, I mean, I think we, Tony Pollard is clearly, like, the best combination of projection, ceiling, uh, the way it can go his way in-game ownership and and price you know i it just it just feels because we, we saw last week i mean uh, in that in, in the middle of that game when dallas started to have a bunch of injuries they they started to play pollard as a wide receiver in the second half of that game so i just i i'm pretty in to tony pollard and i think he is uh kind of one of the few ways that you can generate uh differences in your lineups this week could you do something as crazy as playing Zeke and Pollard in a lineup? Because I guarantee you very few people will be doing that. And I've seen the double running back combo on slates like this actually do well. Yeah, I would definitely. Uh, so like if I was doing an MME set, I would not make a rule precluding that. I'm hoping that we get, um, you know, some kind of update about like, oh, this is what the team plans on doing at wide receiver or, or X, Y, or Z. But basically I, I am assuming that this will be close to Pollard's uh, most snaps played 
this season in terms of percentage. Um, he has been over 39% one time. Um, and that was in a game, you know, where they were like, he, he got all the work in the second half, but I mean, he, he's been playing, uh, uh, he's, he, he is a part of the game plan regardless. And, uh, you know, to your point about cheaper guys, you know, just scoring a touchdown, kind of breaking this late, like Pollard could rip off a 40 yard touchdown. No problem. It's so stark. The difference between watching Pollard and watching Zeke when they're running the ball. But how much is that? Is it that Zeke is slow? Is Pollard incredibly fast? Or is that just he comes in well rested and he's just so much faster than the gas guys out on the field? You know, I just think that they play a little bit differently. You know, Zeke is a little (laughs) bit more patient. Uh, Zeke knows that, you know, he can kind of like throw his shoulder into, into guys and, and get an extra yard or two. And that's not really Pollard's game. It's also the plays that they call for those guys. Like when Pollard gets the ball, generally it's going to be a, you know, a sweep or a toss, or he's going outside the tackles. A lot of the time when Zeke is getting the ball, uh, you know, he's going, he's going behind the guards or, you know, they throw the ball to Zeke in the flat where he's already stationary, but when they throw the ball to Tony Pollard, he's generally already moving. Uh, But I mean, yeah, clearly Pollard is just much faster and more agile than Zeke at this stage in their careers. So I think that David Montgomery is probably your safest best play on this slate for what we know right now going into the week. Guy with all the volume, best matchup. However, Josh Jacobs at $5,900, and I got this from the Mayo Media Newsletter, this, this, this random fact. Josh Jacobs, quietly, Davis, has five catches in consecutive games and at least three catches in six of his past seven games. He's getting all the goal line work. And fun fact about the Dallas run defense, per PFF, third worst in the league. Yeah, and Kenyon Drake's role has really diminished um, 32% and 31% of the snaps and and targets way down after 45% of the snaps and eight targets against the Giants uh, and 39% of the snaps and three targets against Philadelphia. So, I mean, the, the thing with Jacobs is that it really just comes down to can he score multiple touchdowns? You know, yes. he has zero games. Yeah, exactly. So he has zero games with 100 yards uh, from scrimmage this year. And in, in fact, uh, in week one against the Ravens, he did score two touchdowns and he only got 17 points. I, I honestly probably prefer uh, Pollard to Jacobs at, at what I expect them to be owned. But I, I do think you are wrong about Montgomery being the best play because Ingram is is the best play. If Kamara uh, given... is out. Right. Right. Yeah. But you, you need to have, you need to have your lineup. You need to have your lineup structured in such a way uh, that you are, that if you're playing in single entry or three max, you need to have your lineup, you know, you need to have Buffalo wide receivers in there or whatever, so that you can have your swaps ready. Cause it does seem to me like, I don't know if I want to go below Pollard when it comes down to my running backs this week, because there's so much confusion and random chance yeah. with the receiving sets this week that that's where you want to get like stupid with it. I think. Yeah, I mean, I would, uh, I mean, the the thing that, you know, will actually probably decide the slate is who is targeted the most and who plays the most out of Cedric Wilson, Noah Brown, or Malik Turner. I mean, that that is actually probably likely to be what, um, you know, what, what decides the slate. If you dread looking at your credit card statements, you're not alone. The weight of debt can be crippling, but Upstart can help you on your path to financial freedom. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with personal loans all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over a million people have used Upstart to get one 
fixed monthly payment with a clear payoff date. Rather than looking at a credit score alone, Upstart considers other factors like your income, current employment, and credit history to find you a smarter rate for your loan. You can check your rate without impacting your credit score in minutes for loans between $1,000 to $50,000. You can even receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash mayo. That's upstart.com slash mayo. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Upstart.com slash mayo. Well, let's talk about these receivers then because it seems like a pay up and you don't even need like Josh Jacobs is 5,900 bucks. Like David Montgomery is six thousand. You're not. It's not like you're paying for Christian McCaffrey here. So you can still yeah. afford one of the top end receivers and probably still have a ton of money left over if you want it. Because Diggs is the most expensive receiver on the board right now. So and then Lamb, we don't know if he's going to play. Probably not going he, to play. He's not going to play. It, it, yeah. Is it because you have to wait five days after the concussion protocol? Is that why? I mean, it just like get, getting back from a concussion is hard anyway. And then to get back from a concussion in 96 hours or whatever is, is even more difficult. I, I just, I think it's like 5% or 10% or something that he plays. And Amari Cooper is out because he's an unvaccinated player and showed up on the COVID list. So he has to be out a minimum of 10 days. Correct. Am I, am I, that's all I've seen. So I think that's right, but you never know. Uh, uh, that I, that I, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's, he's for sure not playing. Cause he's, he's not vaccinated. Yeah. yeah he's you, out. You sound like you're pretty sure of that. I, I literally just clicked an article, okay. uh, which, which was, which was, uh, which was Dak being like, Hey, let's, uh, be, be nice to Amari Cooper. All right, so you got Diggs, probably no Lamb, probably no Cooper, the next two highest-priced receivers on the slate. Then you got Gallup, yeah. Mooney at 5700 bucks. We don't know the status of Allen Robinson yet. It, it does not matter. It does not matter. I, I Mooney, see. Mooney, I, I, complete, I completely don't think so. I think if Dalton is starting, Allen Robinson matters if he plays. Oh, yeah, no, no, I'm with that. But I'm saying that I don't care if Robinson plays or not. Um for using Darnell Mooney in DFS this week. Oh, no. I think that Mooney's probably going to be... I mean, Gallup will probably be the highest owned, I'm guessing. Do you think people will use... Yeah, get... Will people use yeah, Diggs sure. because they'll have the money to use Diggs? Yes, and because smart players will understand the correlation between um, having Diggs available so you can swap to Kamara and down to Marquez Callaway or Emmanuel Sanders. So Diggs is your flex, is what you're saying. Or, or, I mean, you know, just, just for example, um, Ingram and Diggs is fairly close of a swap between Alvin Kamara and, um, you know, uh, Marquez Callaway. Like, you leave a little bit of extra money there. But I think lineups this week are going to leave a bunch of extra money regardless because there are so many cheap options. And, and um, there, you know, there's a good argument that the Raiders defense at 2,400 might be one of the, the better points per dollar plays of the slate. Well, do we think we're getting Tyron Smith back for the game against the Raiders? Because that matters to the Dallas offense. It, it really seems oh, to it, affect it, them. <laughs> it definitely matters. But I mean, it, it matters that the absence of Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb matters way more. Like, I expect them to look pretty shitty, to be honest. Um, it, it, it I, I don't see anything. Yeah, I just, I just searched on Cowboys Wire. It didn't say anything about his, his Thanksgiving availability. 
Cedric Wilson, $3,500. Noah Brown, $3,000. Malik Turner, $3,000. Which one do you got? Yep. Uh, I mean, Cedric Wilson, for sure. Uh, Cedric Wilson in the Denver game led the team in snaps at wide receiver. Uh, then he was a fake active in week 10 against Atlanta. So that makes his snap share look weird because he got banged up in practice that week and was active because they needed him in case of emergency. But obviously they won 43 to three. So there was no emergency. He was second on the team in wide receiver snaps uh, on Sunday in week 11. I, I expect their three wide receiver set to be Michael Gallup, Noah Brown, Cedric Wilson Jr. with Malik Turner rotating in. Uh, and then we'll see a little bit of Sean McKeon rotating in as well. Would you say that there's any merit to the Malik Turner has a nose for the end zone? No, no. I, I would say the reason why he scored two touchdowns in that game against Denver is that Denver had completely stopped trying and they were just kind of trying to pad Dak's numbers a little bit so that he could theoretically be available to win MVP, but that's not happening now. You don't think so? Who's going to win MVP then? Uh, probably Brady, right? Yeah, I, he just has to kind of play medium Brady. He, he, yeah, because the the guy who should have been every guy who should have been MVP has lost it at some point. So Kyler should have been MVP, but he has been injured too much. Yeah, but uh, Lamar could, was could, could Kyler get that back though? Because they're on by this week. He comes back out of it, and all of a sudden he's like Kyler from the first six weeks again for the rest of the season. I still think it's probably his. The the problem is that um, the voters don't like to to vote for guys like Kyler. They would much rather give it to Justin Herbert, Matthew Stafford, or Tom Brady. They don't, they're not going to give it to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, no, Aaron Rodgers is not winning the MVP this year. I, I think that, honestly, I think that if the guys who had NFL votes really got their way, they would give it to Stafford. They would they would find a way to give it to Matthew Stafford. I think that's who uh, the Blue Checks want to win MVP this year. Interesting. Okay. Looking at it's not going to be Jonathan Taylor. Hate to break it to people. It's not. Yeah. I, the the takes the takes are always bad. They're so bad always. I, I would say that Cooper Cup has a far more legitimate chance of winning MVP than Jonathan Taylor does. Correct. Yeah. I mean, Cooper Cup, maybe he'll get a token vote here or there. Well, if he ends up with like 2,100 receiving yards or something stupid like that, it's like, oh, shit. Like, it's a lot. Right. And Calvin Johnson, did Calvin Johnson get any MVP votes that year that he had all those points? No, because the thing is, you need to have sort of the perfect storm of other things happening. And if we can't decide if there's any one or two quarterbacks that are way above, and then there's like six guys who are kind of like, eh. Then it opens up the door for another position to potentially sneak in. I don't think a receiver's ever won MVP. When was the last, the last, what, two running backs to win were AP and Sean Alexander? Uh, The great Don Hudson won in 1942. There we go. Pre-merger, though. Hate it. Hate, hate, hate the, hate the, the old NFL stuff. The fact every once in a while, uh, like, like if you look at, uh, greatest adjusted yards per attempt of all time like some guy from like 1960 is actually the best quarterback at auto graham maybe yeah, I, I was gonna say I, I was gonna say auto graham i remember having this vhs when i was a kid about the greatest quarterbacks of all time and it was just auto graham he may have been smoking a sig standing at like the 40 yard line it was just him like flat-footed throwing darts at the end zone like breaking glass hanging off of the uh it was like a little window pane just flat-footed dart 
broken glass hanging from the uprights. It was pretty awesome. Proud? I mean, what a, what a memory. I, it seems like a guy I'd be into. And he's apparently the best quarterback in NFL history. And, I mean, you can only judge the people against who they played against, right? Right, exactly. I mean, I'm sure he had to Correct. have a few few games against Night Train Lane. That didn't seem any good. Yeah. That didn't seem like a lot of fun. No, no. Playing football back then just, like, looked miserable. Now, you guys have heard me talk about Beam before. They're a functional wellness brand founded by former pro athletes that make products to help you pursue your better and push the boundaries of what's possible. And for a limited time only, Beam's best-selling sleep product, Dream Powder Hot Coca, now comes in white chocolate peppermint just in time for winter. It's triple lab tested and contains the ultimate sleep promoting ingredients. Nano, CBD, reishi, magnesium, ithenane, and melatonin, and no added sugar or artificial sweeteners. Drink a cup of white chocolate peppermint dream right before bedtime for the best sleep you'll ever had. I had not been sleeping well, so I was like, hey, Beam, send me some of this stuff so I can test it out before I talk about it. Great sleeps ever since. Really helped me out when I was super sick, too. Just allowed me the recovery time and rest I needed to get back to doing the shows and reading these ads all for you. People absolutely love Dream. In the reviews, Matt G, this is from the Matt G. He said, tastes great, gets me ready for feeling and falling asleep, allows me to have a great night's sleep so that I will recover better. Great stuff. And if I happen to forget to drink it, I can definitely tell the difference. So that's pretty awesome i actually just super enjoy beam because if i'm drinking the night before i take like the hangover one and i just feel great in the morning uh no lingering side effects of the alcohol that i've consumed which is really what i need at my advanced age white chocolate peppermint dream only lasts for a limited time so get it well it's hot great news if you subscribe now you can take advantage of beam's best sale of the year for black friday and cyber monday you'll get 40 percent off the first three months of peppermint dream subscription plus a free mug and frother or 20 percent off a one-time purchase again this is beam's biggest offer of the year and just like this new flavor it won't last long head to beamorganics.com slash mayo that's B-E-A-M organics.com slash mayo for 40% off the first three months of a Peppermint Dream subscription, plus a free mug and frother, or 20% off a one-time purchase, pause, or cancel at any time. Even though you're far from ordinary, the truth is that ED is really common. In fact, 52% of guys age 40 to 70 experience some form of erectile dysfunction. The benefits of ED treatment can help you reconnect with your partner and, here's the good part, rediscover the joyous sex. Roman's system is completely confidential and totally discreet. No big logos or labels on the packages. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, convenient, and discreet. Getting started? Also simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash Mayo and complete an online visit. Go to GetRoman.com slash Mayo today, and if you're prescribed, get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control this fall. Roman ready. All right, I gotta. I have a Pat Mayo 
punt that I, I'm I got, pretty sure can, you're going to be into. Can I can I give it to you before you give it to me? Yes, Zay Jones. Yep, literally exactly Boom. who it was going to be. I, I know, I know my guy. Yeah, I, I knew you were going to be like, I knew you were going to be in on Zay Jones. Well, we both looked yeah. at the snap share from Sunday. We're like, hey, shit, Zay Jones playing no, way more from, than from every game without rugs like people thought deshaun jackson was going to come in and and play but he's just a bit player zay jones is like an every down player yeah he played more than renfro did i think yeah he did he and renfro both played 72 percent of the snaps against the Bengals in pure catch-up situation almost the entire time brian edwards uh played 83 percent. so yeah i why not yeah no literally i mean literally why not like well there's, I, there's I, no I, reason, I i can i can give you a reason He's, well, he's bad. He struggles to catch the ball when it's thrown yeah, to him. Yeah, he's, that's, he, that's he's a he stinks. Yeah, yeah. I remember him from his Bills days. Not good. Yeah, no, he he stinks. Um, you know, I do think probably with with there there are a bunch of minimum price guys on Detroit. Uh, you know, jo- we didn't talk about Josh Reynolds who led uh the the Lions in in snap share at wide receiver last week. I mean, he's stone men. If you if you want to if you really want to test your theory of playing cheap shitty guys early and then late swapping onto the chalk, Josh Reynolds probably a guy to do that with. See, see, I actually think Khalif Raymond is the guy to do that with because apparently, listen, I don't know a ton about Tim Boyle, who it looks like he's going to play. I just want another Thanksgiving with Mister Blau. Like, can't can't we get that working again? Isn't he still the backup on that team? He might not be. He might uh, be he, he is no, no, no. He is he is still on the team. I I looked that up because I knew. Uh, everyone, everyone remembers the the best play of David Blau's career, which was that 54 yard, just absolute fucking missile to Kenny Galladay in the corner of the end zone, 75 yards. I'm wrong. I mean, just an absolute missile. It, it, it really was. It really was unbelievable. Um, that, that would have been, a, that would have been a week where, uh, the nuts was that early game. Anthony Miller had nine for 140 in that game on Robinson at eight for 86 and a touchdown. I mean, Amazing stuff. So let me sell you on Khalif Raymond in this spot. And some people might say, he's I'd, a slot guy. I, I would rather play Raymond from Rain Man over Khalif Raymond. But here's why you wouldn't. Tim Boyle, the one thing that he actually has to his favor is a pretty gigantic arm. And if there's one guy on this team who's just going to run flies down the field and has utmost speed and get behind this defense it is raymond he is their deep threat now that cephas is gone and he's also involved in like the kick return team so maybe you can get like lucky that way with him and he's so much more expensive than the rest of like the cheap guys and all the dallas guys that literally no one is going to use him uh so that is 100 accurate khalif raymond is you know probably the only player on the slate who has gotten the 100 yard bonus this year and will not be, you know, even 10% owned or whatever. You are, I, you are, you are accurate in your assessment. I would say like 10% would be like triple what I'm thinking. Because he, he's, he's just too expensive. Yeah. He's 40 and he's only $4,600. He's not expensive. But when you can play all of the Dallas guys and pick your poison with them, you can play the cheaper Detroit guys. And he's, he's more expensive than, he's more expensive than Beasley and Gabe Davis, <laughs> who people will never give up the ghost on. Gabe Davis. I mean, Gabe Davis can be bad for a year straight and people are not going to give up the ghost. If you want the Bills guy who no one has who could score, I mean, he's done it before, but just... McKenzie. Yeah, it's McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie is who you want. A nice end around. Correct. Don't even need Josh Allen. No one's using McKenzie. Paul will remember this. Paul, was he the one who just randomly fumbled the ball yesterday against the Colts? 
Yes, on on the kickoff. Yeah, no yeah. one touched him. Just Ugh. rough. Game. Which I I was I I was watching that and I thought that counted as giving himself up. I thought so too, but I, he just dropped the ball. Yeah, there not was, what you want. There was some um, confusing calls. You know, like kicking was bad in week eleven. But I don't think I've seen so many offensive pass interference calls. I watched a lot of the Dolphins-Jets game because I was watching it with Cust and laughing at him the entire time. But, like, Mike Gesicki got called on three offensive pass interference penalties. It was odd. Yeah, uh, and, and Dallas Goddard got called for yep, a the push tackle yeah, one, the, too. The, the push-off in the end zone, that would have been a touchdown. Yeah. Um, I mean, the officiating, the, the, the NFL product right now, I mean, they are they are really lucky we are all hopelessly addicted because the, this is as bad as the product has been in my, you know, in my viewing experience of the NFL. I can't ever remember the games routinely being this bad. Do you think that the non daily fantasy, non betting, non fantasy person who watches football, which is a ton of people, do you think that they yeah. care or notice? No. No, yeah. because those people are just unobservant about everything. You know, they only really watch football because they they kind of are supposed to, or like their dads did, or you know, people at their work watch football. Like you know, they they don't they don't really understand anything that's going on. They are they are passive observers of their own lives. So, Khalif Raymond for me at forty six hundred dollars is a play. If Allen Robinson sits, do you think that Marquise Goodwin's going to get a bit too much traction after the long touchdown? Uh. I, uh probably i mean how you know what is what is traction really like? listen listen not, i i i don't want to play a 14 percent owned marquise goodwin on a he will not be he slate. will not be for he will not be 14 percent owned because so much ownership is going to wilson and noah brown he, he won't get there he's a better play than noah brown um you just said the dallas yeah, I mean, offense the is issue- gonna stink the issue with Noah Brown is that he's bad. Like he he's he's kind of like the McCole Hardman of the of the Dallas Cowboys. But I mean, it would, gonna, would. so so if he's the McCole Hardman of the Cowboys, that make him like the homeless man's Lavisca Chenault. I guess, yeah. I mean, he's like not any like he. I don't know. I didn't even realize he went to Ohio State. Uh, the, like yeah, he's the not, Ohio State, sir. But the the thing is, is that the the Raiders are are just like a joke, you know. They're they're always a joke, and Kellen Moore had basically his worst game as a play caller against Kansas City in that game. And you know, I don't know, like he, I I have faith that he is a very good play caller. I have faith that Dak is a good quarterback. My expectations as a jaded uh, person are that they are going to be bad, but. Clearly, they have the talent and the skill level, uh, you know, even without Lamb and without Cooper to be the team that scores the most points on this slate. And that is the way people are going to play it. Instead of Goodwin, if Robinson sits, Demir Bird also, like, they just have deep threat guy. There was no wonder, like, I mean, Fields is connecting on these deep passes, and so did Dalton, obviously, but they have no one to run short routes besides Cole Komet, who looks like he has lead feet. Yeah, uh, they they don't really, um, you know, and they and they kind of have asked Mooney to do that, but he he's not he's not really that good. I mean, the offense just doesn't make any sense. Uh, the the Bears' offense is is bad, right? Like if they just actively are are just doing shit that makes no sense. They are playing really low volume. 
there when fields is in the game it's like there they run on first down they run on second down and then he he throws incomplete passes to darnell mooney's feet on on third down it's just it's just not fun to watch all right so last team which might actually provide the most bang for your buck because i am when this gets updated in the DraftKings system it might cause a you know and it probably didn't actually change all that much because Jonathan Taylor did all the work against the Bills and not the receivers. That when people click on, like, the Saints receivers' names, they're going to see the big red first on the Bills' pass defense. And that's, the Bills' defense isn't that good, <laughs> as we kind of saw. When they're playing, like, good teams, it's not so good. Uh, so- yeah, spoiler alert, the, the Cowboys' defense is not that good either. People are talking this morning about, you know, like, the, I think they're now, like, 11th in DVOA or something like that. Like, people just have such a hard time realizing that uh, – these teams are just like, so there are so many bad teams in the NFL that mediocre defenses are looking better. So where do we go with the saints? Because I think that like, if you want to stack up saints, that is a pretty contrarian way to play this slate. Don't use Kamara. Don't use Ingram. Use Simeon and two pass catchers and then chalk rest of the way. You'll be fine. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally am on board because of all three of the games, I would say this game is the favorite to have the most passing attempts. And game, the game with the most passing attempts is the game that is most likely to be best for fantasy. You know, they, like uh, outside of the obvious uh, a reception for any player is worth one point. If you add up lots of those receptions, that's good. But passes gain more yards, passes gain... Uh, you know, they're, they're more likely to score a touchdown when one team is passing it incentivizes is the other team to pass, you know, if Buffalo gets up uh, 10 to three here to 14 to three. Uh, the saints are going to have to pass and Buffalo does not really call runs when they're up. So that th- this is the game, you know, that, that seems like it's going to be the best. Yeah. You need the bills to jump out to a lead here and force the saints to start passing the ball almost immediately. And then you have Traquan Smith at 4,400 bucks. He is the saints receiver that you want in this game. Uh, is he? Yes, he is. I mean, I feel like, I feel like Callaway is just, uh, like they, they use him a little bit more in, in more productive ways. I mean, maybe I'm just a prisoner of the moment because he has scored a touchdown in each of their last three games. But I mean, I, you know, they're, they're really playing about the same. They both play, um, Smith on Sunday played almost a hundred percent of the snaps. He was the one who was out there the most he's scored in two of the past four games for the saints. I, I just think that he, yeah, I guess, and, I guess and, you're right. And, 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 it he's, is and he's, he's also cheaper and he'll be lesser owned. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right. I recant. You, you do want, you do want Traquan. That and is you, correct. You probably, I mean, if you're playing Callaway, I know he's been scoring the touchdowns, but what you're looking for is like the big play from him the big play and and you can kind of mine that from Deontay Harris although he's only on the field like half the time no but no but he is like he gets so many targets per routes run like you you actually I think I think Harris and and he does punt returns too is that I'm not making that up I believe he does kick returns okay uh Deontay Harris pro football reference yeah he he is there he, he does both. He does both. He has 12 punt returns and 21 kick returns. So look, I mean, you're talking about like an at like 0.3% chance or whatever, but uh, that those are a couple extra opportunities for him to generate points. So Harris Smith with, yeah, Harrison Smith. I, I think those are the two that you'd want to go with on the New Orleans side of the ball. So we basically just talked about every punt receiver you can have is there any like receiver that you just need to play because they're too good of a value is like Gallup so good of a value you have to play him because I could see fading him 
I mean, I will prob like whatever the ownership projection is on Gallup, I'll probably still just play him. Um, but you know, maybe that's bad. What, what I mean, would- Be- Be- Beasley is the one who's going to be just like disgusting chalk. Yeah, forty five hundred. Yeah, he is going to be. Uh, he he will be the third most owned wide receiver probably after Diggs and Gallup. So we we do think that the most popular stack is Allen Diggs Beasley, right? Yes. And yeah. then after that, it's Dak Gallup. Wilson Schultz, Schultz maybe? Schultz yeah Sergeant Schultz you know what I actually think Schultz's price tag is gonna people are gonna have a hard time clicking on him uh when he's sandwiched in between Waller and Hawkinson I actually think Schultz looks like a a, a play here it's funny because well let's let's go to receiver tight ends because that was going to be my one note here play Schultz Schultz is in a great spot in a great matchup at a good price easy yeah he is probably he's probably my favorite play of this late I think and if you want to get tricky with the Cowboys, if you think they're going to score a bunch of points, Dak, Schultz, and one of the running backs. Don't worry about the other guys. Well, especially because I, I do, I can't, I can't, I do think we're going to see Pollard be like a slot wide receiver here. And then play Pollard with him. And hopefully that that's where you mine that value from is all receiving game. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in. I just got to hope Dak doesn't suck or like, Kellen Moore doesn't suck. Like, I, I don't want to play like, I'm always a big fan of Fo- the island of Foster Moreau, but I don't think I can live. Even oh, I, I can't no, live he's with the, such I, a good I, play, though. I, I can't live with the one for seven and a touchdown. Like, that's not even helping me. Oh, one for seven and a touchdown out of out of Foster here uh, at at his price. I think that I think that can hit some optimals. I don't think so, unless he was no. It, it can't unless every other on every other tight end on the slate busts. Well, let's let's play it out here from a salary perspective. So let's let's say uh, we're gonna go Josh Allen. We're gonna play Kamara. We're gonna play David Montgomery. Uh, we're gonna play Diggs. We're gonna play Gallup. We're gonna play Beasley. We'll go the, what do we say? Raiders defense here. And mm, you can't, you can't quite, can you fit Pollard? Yeah, you can't. Okay. So, so maybe not, but basically the way in which Foster hits optimals is that none of Waller, Schultz, Hawkinson or Knox, you know, beat like 15 or 16 and all, you know, Allen is the t- guy you need. Kamara is the guy you need. And Diggs is the guy you need. Like the expensive players are the guys who smash. Yeah. You need every expensive player besides expensive tight ends to be the best players at their position and Foster Moreau. To yeah. Do that's something that's like, that's like showdown logic that that's like getting into, that's like getting into the combos and it's less about, it's less about, you know, who the best plays are and more about which combos are most likely to generate like high end finishes. The thing is I'd rather for, he's only, he's 2,900 bucks. I'd rather play a $3,000 receiver and then use one of the good tight ends. I I feel like you're tempting, uh, tempting fate with a two touchdown foster as Australian for touchdown game. Has he ever had two in a game? uh i'm gonna i have not looked at it but i would just say he's like 50 50 to have had because dude he that's just what they do to him they just throw it to him in the red zone uh he is he has not had a two touchdown game but in his career he has 48 targets and 10 touchdowns oh my god there's another zilstra in the nf apparently there's s zilstra on detroit not to be confused with other zilstra on carolina who Gets a shout out in our living room when we're watching the games every single week. It's like, hey, it's Zilstra. He's back. He gets one catch every. He must. Uh, he might hold the Larry Fitzgerald record of most consecutive games with a catch because we notice it every week. We're like, who the fuck is that guy? It's like, oh, it's Zilstra. 
Shane Zilstra, who who knew? Um, there was a the oh the the gross, disgusting tight end. Uh, you have to shower yourself if you make it play as Jimmy Graham. I was gonna say Jesse James. Yeah, uh, Graham Graham came back and immediately started earning a bunch of targets per per route run. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. He's got six targets the last two weeks. Uh, there, I think they're gonna target him in the in the red zone if they you know ever get there like we're working under the impression that dalton is starting right it seems that way because it seems like fields was getting evaluated for a concussion right i thought it was a groin issue wasn't it well shit i don't know i i also know Nagy doesn't ribs play so, sorry sorry won't. sorry it's a ribs issue yeah well i mean i i whatever Nagy doesn't want fields to play anyway all right quarterbacks so we said Buffalo stack, most popular, Dallas stack, next most popular. Is there a third most popular stack, do you think? Or, I mean, it'll probably be yeah. Dalton with... Simeon. No, I was going to say Simeon. I mean, Simeon is the quarterback three in fantasy the last two weeks. Okay, but like Jimmy G... And was, that game has Jim, the highest total. J- Jimmy G was number one going into last week against Jacksonville. No one played Jimmy G. Well, yeah. I mean, I just, I, I would bet that maybe in terms of ownership, it will be, uh, no, Simeon is going to be third. He is going to be third in ownership, I think. More than Carr? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Then is Carr? People the... hate Derek Carr. But then does that make Carr the play then? Yeah, you can do, so you do Carr. Waller, Renfro. Wa- how, how, about, how about Carr, Waller, Schultz as as a weird way with the with the bring back? How about how about that lineup combination? That could work, but then you don't really have that many great. I guess you just play the chalk from all the other ones. That could end up working out. I don't know. That's actually I'm I'm that's a that is pretty interesting right there. The Waller Schultz. I, I might do that for my my team in the spy or whatever. I should, like that a lot. Should, should we not overthink it? And instead of using David Montgomery or use David Montgomery, whatever you want to do. If Dalton starts, just use Dalton against by far the worst defense on this slate. I mean, it it seems fine. You know, I don't think I don't I think I think that Dalton probably offers similar ranges of outcomes in this spot to Derek Carr, considering the the strength of the matchup. Neither of them run at all. I mean, you just you just don't feel very good uh, about. I I don't feel very good about any of the Chicago wide receivers, really. I guess the big factor for Simeon in this spot is that's going to be the fastest pace game. That's going to be the game that has the most plays just based on the Emma, unless the saints jump up 10, nothing and run the ball 400 times. That's how it works. Yeah. Obviously against you here, but Chicago is going to run the ball. Detroit's going to run the ball. It's going to be a really fast game. All Dallas is going to try to do is run the ball. And who knows what's going on with Vegas at this point. That seems like a really fast game. Like you said with the Bills, they just don't run. So the clock is going to be stopped the entire time. They score some points. We get up to a massive lead. I I get it with Simeon in that spot. And then you just have to pray that the Saints stack that you come up with, combined with the Bills players that you use on the bring back, score more than Josh Allen in the reverse. And that probably happens once every four times. And the ownership won't dictate that. Like the ownership will be Josh Allen eight times more owned, I would say. You just got to pick the, I don't know, it's just not that hard. You just got to pick the best plays. Play the best know? plays? Yeah, just, no, I mean, you just got to, you just got to know the guys who are going to, who are going to have all the points and, and play them. It just feels easy, you know? Yeah, well, you said Raiders at defense. I think that'll be too easy for people. 
and just super popular, you know. Uh, I, I'll tell you that the, the defense that people are not going to play is going to be the Saints. I was going to say the Saints, the Saints is the Saints is probably the play. The Saints or the Bears are the play yeah. here. No, Saints are Saints are our big time. Uh, the play. I also think. I mean, the Lions seem fine. It, you know, it's not like Dalton is not going to throw interceptions. Not going to eat sacks. Yeah, I, I think every. I think every def- Normally on Thanksgiving, like one of the defenses or two of the defenses seems completely unplayable. Uh, I, I think honestly, the only defense I'm not really that into playing here is the Cowboys. I honestly, with defense being so unpredictable, I would almost say, hey, leave thirty three hundred dollars in any lineup that you build for a defense, and then just play the same lineup six times with six different defenses, and hopefully six you different luck. defenses. I just hopefully you luck out. Yeah. Yeah. I might actually do that in three max. Just build the same core lineup of eight guys with three different defenses. That's a, it's a, I mean, look, the, it, it, that is the defense and tight end are, are just like the most random outcomes here, right. That are just, it, it's really all about, you know, touchdowns and, and really um, low frequency events. So I, I can't say it's bad. It's time Davis. We need to play the best plays. We need to be like, oh shit, the game's starting ten minutes. Oh man, I'm on the can. I'm taking. Oh a my shit. gosh, we're Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving shitter the, guy. The Thanksgiving shitter guy. I got, I got to clean out oh. my stomach before I Amazing. get to the turkey, and you know, before I get like too hammered watching bears and lions. So we got to play the best plays. That's how this works. So who are the best plays this week? All right. Well, shitter guy is one trillion percent playing Josh Allen, guaranteed. Okay. Josh Allen, Steph Diggs, right? Cole Beasley. Yeah. Is there a chance one, that shitter one. guy doesn't yeah. play Steph Diggs? Maybe if we if we get into it and we're having trouble, you know, with salary or whatever, maybe. But shitter guy, shitter guy is definitely opening up his phone, opening up the DraftKings app on a shitter, clicking the Millionaire Maker, and going Allen Diggs Beasley. Okay, Allen sure. Diggs Beasley, David Montgomery, hundred percent in that lineup. Yes. Let's absolutely. Now, now, does Shitter guy click Kamara and hope he plays, or does he click Ingram? Davis, Shitter guy is not making a late swap, so Kamara would have okay, to. So, Kamara would have, and this he, listen, Shitter guy is doing this ten minutes before lock, so we, so he knows we we might know about Kamara by then. So if Kamara is playing, Kamara is in. Let's 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 click Ingram. Let's click Ingram because because right now Shitter guy's looking at his phone and he sees the big red out by Kamara. All right, defense, Raiders defense, right? That's, sure, guys that, that's, Raiders defense. That's going to be the talk. Yes. Uh, Michael Gallup yeah. is definitely a play. Yes. So 5,900. Uh, that leaves us with 4,650 for a tight end and a flex. So I think... Who is the cheap, popular, low-end wide receiver? I mean, at this point... Is it Sed Wilson? Tr- I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, that one of the chief Cowboys wide receivers. So let's go Cedric Wilson. And then at uh, tight end that leaves oh, us. Oh, we're, we're short of Darren Waller though. Yeah. Everyone besides Waller is available. We could just continue to overload with Dawson Hawkinson. Knox. Hawkinson in the first game. Yeah. People, people, people just know his name, right? Like, oh, Hawkinson. Yeah. And listen, I, 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 I need, I need people. I need people from every team because that's the only way that can work. Yes, Correct. So shitter guy is this lineup's actually pretty good. Allen, Montgomery, Ingram, Diggs, Beasley, Gallup, Hawkinson, Cedric Wilson, Raiders defense. Six hundred left on the table. Although shitter guy loves I mean, shitter guy does love using all of his money. So what? 
Who can you upgrade to? You could use Bears D Boom, against Bears the Lions. D. Bears D it is. That's even, that's even, that's even more of a shitter guy because he's like, I know this Tim Boyle guy and he sucks. Yeah, there we are. Boom. Million and, bucks. And and shitter guy, shitter guy, if he wants, can go if if he remembers, if he's not passed out on the couch at uh at 7 p.m. Central Time, he can swap in the late game uh to play Alvin Kamara and uh emmanuel sanders if he if he wants there we go that's the shitter guy lineup for thanksgiving not a bad lineup it's gonna be hard to make no. lineups you look at and are like this sucks it's kind of easy this week to fit in all the yeah, guys those are probably those are those are probably the, the the ones that look shitty though i mean those are the ones that are good because those are the ones that uh, don't get entered Oh, hundred percent. Like I am like in my single entries this week for Thanksgiving, I'm entering like the, and I, it, it worked out so well on Sunday for me. Like I was telling you before we came on, it was not a great Sunday for me. It was my worst betting week of the season, but I actually got a, I didn't win on DraftKings, but I got enough back because all of the highest stakes single entries that I played were all Tua stacks and not Mahomes and Dak stacks. That's where I lost the rest of my money, but the Tua stacks came through. I mean, that's that's a bless. I would you play? You play Mac Collins, bro? No, it was uh, Tua Waddle, Tua Waddle, Gasicki with Crowder on the bring back. And then that was so cheap, you could just pay up for everyone else. But no, Jonathan Taylor. There you go. Tough scene, Jonathan Taylor. But I did play Nick Chubb, who had 25 points and no one really noticed. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he had a great game. Yeah. yeah, and so did Swift. I mean, we didn't even talk about Swift this entire time. He's like the most legitimately talented guy on the slate at running back. Yeah, Swift. Swift is Swift is a total jam. Um, and I think you can even play. Uh, I think you can play him and Jamal Williams together. Even. Yeah, if you did want to save all that money. Anyway, um, that will do it on the Thanksgiving show. Everyone have a very happy and safe and fun Thanksgiving. We will have the spread pick show for Thanksgiving out on Monday evening or Tuesday morning, I believe. Uh, so check that out. I'm giving three people 100 bucks if they rate the Pat Mayo experience on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, something nice, Twitter handle, so I can let you know, or email, if that's just easier for you. I'm happy my voice is back. And we are going to have a special take cast slash Corona cast coming out, what, on, on Thanksgiving morning? Is that when we're going to release it? Uh, let's do, let's do uh, Wednesday morning so people can have it while they travel. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll release it on my feed on Thursday morning. There I'll, we go. I'll give you the one day exclusive on uh, on the take cast where we amazing. Just, That's we just, what you want. We just talk about some random shit. Yeah. So go subscribe to the take cast right now. And let me guess you're on TV all the way. Up. This is actually we'll probably talk about this on the take cast. But this is such a great week for me to press because being Canadian. It's not really a holiday up here. You, yeah, you don't have to do shit. I have yeah. the, I have the content slate to myself because everyone is just on vacation. Yep, I I am on vacation Thursday and Friday. Still working Wednesday though. All right. Well, have a very happy holiday. Um, people can hear us talk on Wednesday on your show, Thursday on my show. Subscribe to both while you're at it too. Rate and review both while you're at it. Davis isn't giving away money like I am, but hey, you can help him out by leaving a five star review. Maybe someday. Maybe maybe someday maybe you'll be just give people crypto. You have tons of that. I will never tell people. I would tell, never tell people you will pick one person. You will give like five of the 12 seed phrases to and they can try to figure out the rest. Oh, my dude. What a what we'll, a, we'll, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll talk yeah. about it. All right. That will do it on the Pat Mayo Experience. Smash the like on the way outside of the newsletter. And I will see you next time. Pat Mayo Experience.
hands. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.